want some advice, I'll give you some advice. Unqualified advice. From unqualified people. Are you professional or not? No way. For sake, man, you're amateur. Answering questions whether you like it or not. This is the Ill-Advised Podcast. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> Oh shit, here it is, episode 41. It is 41 already? It is 41 already. My god, I think I was in a coma for a week. Oh, I don't know what's going it on anymore. Feels like it is. It, we just came off the uh, Thanksgiving holiday. I'm still uh, lethargic from that turkey dinner. It is, yeah. I, I feel as though I still have some sort of a colon issue because of that. <laughs> you know, like it's just holding on in there, waiting for me to let it go. God, you, dude, you have no idea. I was I went to my brother's house, where all my family usually gathers. Uh, and my daddy's like, "Here's a 17 pound smoked turkey," and we went to town on this fucking turkey. Yeah, and all the trimmings, <laughs> and it was one of the most glorious nights of my life. It was everything was just so good. I'm around loved ones. This meal's amazing. Then after dinner, we're all playing cards, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm around, like, my, my nephew's there, and he brings his uh, girlfriend, uh, Kim. And uh, we don't hang out a lot and shit. And I'm like, I, I get up and excuse myself like I'm a southern gentleman or something. like, pardon me, I must go to the outhouse. <laughs> <laughs> and I ran up to the bathroom, and I destroyed my brother's toilet. He's well, pissed, by the way. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah. I gave that thing sweet, sweet hell. <laughs> I have no regrets. Well, I mean, that's good. <laughs> so I will tell you this. So this is this is what I'm really excited to get after. Um, my wife reminded me of the best story I've ever heard in my entire life this this week. Because she goes, you should probably tell this on your podcast because it's the best story ever. And I said, holy shit, I completely forgot about that. Yes, we're going to tell about it. So, I have a gay brother-in-law. Fair enough. We all have a gay family member. Yes. So, he has lived with his... uh, He had lived. they They no longer live together. But he had lived with a friend of his, a gay friend of his, for a very long time. Platonic gay friend... They were not together. They tried to date for a little while, but ended up just being really good friends. And they lived together for like two and a half to three years, right? So here's where it gets weird. They, at the end of three years, my brother-in-law goes, I buy toilet paper, but I never see him use it. And I use it, and our toilet paper usage is down to me using it, which is weird. So then I kind of followed him for a minute, and I figured out what was happening. So my roommate was shitting three times a day 
and taking three showers a day. He's aqua wiping? Where he didn't use toilet paper. He would just shit and then take a shower right after each time because he didn't feel like the sh- the wiping would be enough. So he would shower. He would shit and then shower and then shit and then shower and then shit and then shower each fucking time. So that my brother-in-law was just kind of like, I'm not, I'm buying toilet paper, but I mean, like, he's not even using it, you know? Like, so what the fuck am I doing here? I don't even know. So he's just, like, shitting and showering and shitting and showering and shitting and showering. It's like, what, what do you even do with that? You know, like, what kind of life is that? Where you're just like, I'm going to shit and shower each fucking time I shit. If I did that, I would be showering, like, four times a day. No, that would work out for me because I shit and shower once a day. That's just it. And then I get my day going and it's great. I don't see... You any- shit once a day? Shit once a day. Well, see, that's that's actually probably better off, I guess. But this guy wasn't. He's shitting three times a day. He was shitting multiple multiple times a day. And he was shitting and not wiping whatsoever. It's just an aqua, and it, he aqua would just wipe. Shit, and then get in the shower immediately. I respect a good aqua wipe, man. I'm sure, not... yeah. But this guy did that the entire time that they were roommates, and he didn't even realize it until like three years into their roommateism. You know, and they were they were affluent dudes. They it wasn't like they were like hurting for for toilet paper or anything. They were. They could definitely afford the yeah. The they three were ply. absolutely affording the the most the most affluent of toilet paper, and uh, they were st- he was still just kind of shitting and wiping in the toilet in the in the shower. He was just like shitting and then taking a shower, and shitting and taking a shower. And what was weird was that was that it took him three years, three fucking years to catch on to go like. He's not using any toilet paper, so what the hell's going on, you know? I thought that was the funniest part about it was he was like, three years into it, he goes, I don't know that he's using any toilet paper, so what the hell's going on? (laughs) It took him three long years. Yeah. Well, it makes sense knowing that they're both homosexual gentlemen. Yeah. Like, that's their sexual lifestyle. You have to keep that thing pristine. Well, yeah, but I mean... I get that. But in general, though, they were really good friends, like really good friends. And they did not date, which was the other piece about it, is that he's lived with friends. He's lived with guys that he's dated, you know, and it's been there's been that kind of like lifestyle sharing and whatever else, you know, where you you live with someone that that you're dating and you you really kind of understand what they what they're dealing with and whatever else but this time no it was all platonic and so he he just didn't even realize it for as long as he did it's three years where he's just like three long years yeah this guy's like he goes oh well i he's just not using a lot of toilet paper or whatever because i mean guys don't use toilet paper when they pee you know so if you're living with a woman like i love i live with another woman besides my wife 
I lived with a friend of mine that was a woman. And we would burn through toilet paper like it was going in a style. And I never really understood it. Now, we shared toilet paper purchasing ability, you know. And uh, this guy was like, it was weird because I was buying toilet paper. And then he would buy toilet paper. But then it would all still be there and whatever. It took three years for me to realize that he just wasn't using it. He would come home, shit, take a shower, and then go back to work. And then come home and shit, take a shower, and go back to work. And then come home and take a shit, take a shower, and go back to work. He would do it as many times as he needed to, depending on the shit, the shit schedule. Shit <laughs> schedule. You know what, though? I think uh, whoever this uh, this dude was banging probably appreciated the hell out of that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he's like, that is the cleanest butt I've ever seen in my life. Do you even poop, mister? Yeah, that's the whole thing, too, is this is kind of like, is this guy being way too clean? What's going on with this, you know? <laughs> I had the opposite problem. When I was rooming with Siler and Sean... I cannot buy enough toilet paper. <laughs> I assumed that when I was at work, these two took a sick day and had an immaculate paper uh, tissue butt wipe for it somewhere in the apartment I was not wary of. <laughs> I was like, "Where? how the hell are we going through this much fucking ass wipe, guys? This is ridiculous. And I was buying like, the good shit. I was buying yeah. like the Charmin, you know, the grizzly bears wiping their ass and comfort yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was buying the good stuff and it was lasting two weeks tops and I was getting the bulk. I was like, what are you guys eating this with your ramen? <laughs> Is this, you put toilet paper in the ramen? I don't understand. Just to add a little bit of fiber yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's like, holy shit, where's all the toilet paper? There's been times when I sat down, had to do a mighty deuce, looked around, there was no toilet paper. So I'd have to shower. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, I have to like disrobe right now an aqua wipe because you guys have a toilet paper fort somewhere I'm not wary of. Yeah, no, this was completely the opposite. It was There was a whole lot of it. And this guy was just choosing not to. But what was funny is that it took three fucking years. Three fucking years for him to realize this was the case. He's just buying it. just It's just stacking up in the corner. Just like, why do we have all this toilet paper in the <laughs> it's corner? It's collecting cobwebs. Just like, holy shit, we have so much toilet paper. Why? I just keep buying it every month. But I know he's shitting. He's shitting somewhere. Because, you know, it stinks. <laughs> I would laugh. If he actually followed his roommate, it's like, where's he wiping at? And he goes to like the poor part of Dallas and just like shits in front of a bunch of homeless people and kicks the Folger cans at them and takes their good shirt, wipes their ass with that, says, get a job, bum. And then yeah. goes home. No, he was he was legitimately just, just he was legitimately just aqua wiping the whole time. Mad respect. Yeah, yeah, but it's hilarious. It's hilarious that it took three years, you know, 
That is fucking funny. What's funny too is that this guy. So my brother-in-law is like a super, super, uh, just affluent dude. He's incredibly successful, incredibly successful, and so he has so much money that it's not even funny. And he was living in downtown Dallas with a roommate, so he was saving all this money and whatever else. And what he does is then comes to us in Rock Springs. He comes for a visit, and he he tells us, he goes... And he gifted everyone toilet paper. (laughs) Well, no. (laughs) What he does is he goes, I think I should probably live by myself. We go, yeah, all right. I think you probably should, too. You're getting old enough and, and whatever else. And he goes, also, weird thing about this toilet paper conundrum. And he tells us all about it. We we kind of have a good, good laugh about it. And he goes, "But I can't really be I can't really be messed with this this toilet paper thing. I I don't want to deal with this anymore. I don't want to deal with this anymore. I want to deal with this this guy pooping and cleaning and pooping and cleaning thing anymore. I don't want to deal with that anymore. I just want to live by myself." And we're like, "Yeah, dude, just just go." Yeah. Just live by yourself and be be weirdless. I don't know what the hell to tell you. Really, if you don't want to deal with poop and shower and poop and shower and poop and shower, then by all means, go. Especially if he's having like three days, three times a day where he's pooping and showering. That's weird. That's that water weird. bill is probably astronomical right? if he's pooping and showering that much. Right? And that's the whole thing. It's like, is it is it really worth is it really worth living with the guy? If he's just pooping and showering the whole time, and they you see fa- that's what uh, opposite again. That's what convinced me. I need to live by myself. I'm going through way too much toilet paper. If anything, I need to live by myself just so I can try to wipe my own ass. Yeah, with toilet paper. Yeah, and so he he did. He moved in with himself, and he now loves it, and he just. Uh, you know, wipes his ass like normal. <laughs> wipes his ass in complete, <laughs> complete bliss. Yes. I'm sure his apartment is immaculate, too. Oh, it probably is. It's probably just better than my house. You know, I'm this sure is the is. way it is with him in, in his super affluent lifestyle. <laughs> He's just God living in downtown Dallas in a sky rise. Just fucking living it up. Yeah. Just he doesn't even walk around with any clothes. And if he sure. does, it's a kilt made of toilet paper. Yeah, probably. He has so much to spare. Yeah, he's sick. just like he's just like I. I don't even know what I'm going to do today. I think I'm going to go downtown and just spend some money because I've got it. Yeah. Also, uh, I'm going to get a blowjob. I I know that for a fact. Yeah, I'm maybe get a blowjob at least. Yeah, maybe. Oh hell. All well, right. Good for uh, him. It is good for him. Really good for him. I'm almost jealous. Yeah, for the most part. I'm I think jealous so of too. both of them. I, I just I want to live in a world where I have too much toilet paper and my butthole you could eat off of. Yeah. But also I kind of want to live in a world where I have enough toilet paper too, you know, like you know, just just the other side of that where it's like I'm using toilet paper appropriately and I have enough. Here's the thing. I feel like I live in that world now. You know, like I I feel like in college I might have lived in a world where I was like, 
I have to sacrifice uh, a yeah, sock. We need to steal some toilet paper from the from the classroom dorms, so I can actually poop and not have to not have to aqua wash it sometimes, you know, because my shower might not be the cleanest. And uh, if that was the case, you just waffle stomp it down the drain. Yeah, that's the whole thing. And then, uh, and then, I kind of want to live in. You know, I I like living in a world where I'm like, I have enough toilet paper. If that need arises, I can still waffle stomp it down if I need to. I guess you know. <laughs> sure. But uh, but I can I can wipe my ass with the finest. With the finest toilet paper made. Which I guess that Parisian stuff. Well, it's not really that big of a deal. It's all still Charmin stuff, you know. Yeah. I feel like I found that, you know, where I, I'm not really like wiping myself with like silk. You've never wiped your ass with silk, really. But I am wiping my ass with some Charmin stuff, like you know, some some Grizzly Bear stuff. Is that's uh, is just good. as good as velvet. You know, that's what I think. Yeah, that's that, what I think. That angel softer, that Charmin, you get that on your bunghole. Ooh, that's some stuff. That's what I'm stocking up on. Actually, is toilet paper. A lot of people talk uh, talk about a post-apocalyptic world where they're like, "Well, I have to stock up on gold or bullets." It's like, no way. I'm going to barter with toilet paper. Hell yeah, because eventually mm-hmm. there's going to be an ass crisis. <laughs> Yeah, when you're out in the woods wiping your ass with leaves because of the zombie apocalypse, you're going to love seeing me come around and I have a roll of toilet paper. Hell yeah. It doesn't even have to be the good stuff. It could be hospital or hotel-grade stuff, and you're going to trade your wife for that one roll of toilet paper. What I actually keep in my truck is a whole a whole bin full of really awesome toilet paper just in case. Like I get stranded, at least I'll be able to take a shit and <laughs> feel good thing. about it. Not a winter coat from where we live where a winter coat is a necessity. Yeah. You're like, nope. Straight up ass white. Well, I mean, I have a winter coat, but I mean in general though, Fair I've enough. got some ass. Wipe That's in there. That's a good idea. Hell yeah. Yeah, my survival bag, winter coat, gun, toilet paper. Hell yeah. Four rolls of toilet paper. Way more than you would think you would need. Because <laughs> somebody's got to take a shit. I like your survival chances, sir. Yeah. I like your survival chances. All right, we're going to get right into the first question. Hey, everyone, after we this. know you love the show, but do you want us to tell us how much you love the show? Well, now you can pretty easily. You can find us on Twitter at Dear Ill Advised, at our Gmail, Dear Ill Advised at gmail.com, on Facebook at Dear Ill Advised, and always on our website, illadvised.podbean.com. All right, so the first question is How can you tell if you're not straight? I just started high school at an all girls school. I first started to consider the idea of, well, non-straightness when a friend of mine came out as bi. I'm pretty sure I'm not straight, e.g. girls are cute and boys are not. But how do you know? Like, really know, I mean. I don't know that uh, that many boys and what I what if I'm not I'm faking it to feel special. 
I feel like I should lay claim to. I feel like I shouldn't lay claim to this identity when I'm not even 100 percent sure. But I really want to hold the hands with the girl in class. How can you tell if you're not straight? I think it's easy. First, you munch your box. And if you don't feel comfortable doing that, you're probably straight. Like, but that's the, that's the point? Then just sit. Like, put each gender's... Or, I don't know what they call it now. There's so, it's so many progressive words for genitals now. Well, I mean, I don't even think it takes that far. Like, this girl, this girl goes, I want to hold hands with this girl... And you like this, yeah, all right, just just fucking hold hands with her, I guess. You yeah. know, like, the whole point is, like, are you, she's not even going, am I straight or not? It's like, are you bi or not at this point in time? Because, like, you hold hands with that girl and you go like this, this feels good. This feels good and feels right. Then you go like this, well, at least you're not, uh... You're you're not completely uh, gay, I guess, right? Yeah. It was just holding hands. I mean, you hold hands, you hold hands. You know, you feel like uh, that's exciting, and then you're by a little bit. And then if you you hold you don't want to hold hands with a man, you're like, oh, I guess I'm not straight whatsoever. Yeah. Well, if you're holding right your on. hand and you're like, God, I can't wait to bang this chick at a bathroom at a Red Rocks concert. Yeah. You know, if you have that feeling, probably gay. Yeah. And that's cool. Right on for Rock you. Rock on with you. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. But if you just want to hold hands and be friends, that's fine too. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And that's the thing too is that, um, you know, I have friends that, uh, that, that, were, uh, that were straight for a good chunk of their life and they're now getting married to women, you know. And the whole thing, too, is, like, they, they didn't really give too much of a shit about that whole thing. That was the one thing that, that I love about uh, about this person that I'm speaking about specifically. Is that she didn't give two shits about it. Like, yeah, yeah, went around life. She went around life and and liked guys and liked girls and kind of fed her way around things. And decided that, you know what? Fuck that at the end. I want to be with women, and that was the way it went. And that's fine. Yeah. And she's she's super happy now. Super happy now. She is getting married to a woman next summer, in fact. Nice. But up to that point, she was kind of like, oh, who am I? Am I bi? Am I straight? Or whatever the hell else. And she she dated guys of different areas and whatever else like like lady you might be young and holding hands with a girl might be your your doorway and uh and your doorway might be like oh i'm 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 holding hands and then you might have this crazy fucking guy that's around that's like oh you're fucking queer or whatever yeah. i don't know what the hell people are bashing people these days i don't know and then she now just kind of goes i don't know what i'm into i just guys girls whatever the fuck the, the simple simple rule is that there's no there's no rule 
There's no There's rule. None whatsoever. That's the thing nowadays is you gotta choose. You gotta fucking choose. Well, it's not even a, ch- a choice, really. It's what do you feel? Yeah. If you want to hold hands with this chick, do it. Yeah, hell yeah. And I think if you think you might be bisexual, that's even better. That ups your chances of getting laid. Oh, that's kind of true. That's yeah, kind of true. That ballpark figure just went way up. And that's I good. will say, usually, if you're bi as a lady, you're getting way more action than any straight dude ever. Yeah. Ever. If you want to make men envious, be a bisexual chick. Yeah, that's very true. God damn right. That's one of the sexiest things in the world. A bisexual chick. Yeah. Coming from a straight male, that's that's the bee's knees. That's that's the <laughs> coolest thing you could fucking think of. That is true. And the thing is, you get into it and you go like this, you know what? I'm more uh I'm less bi and more lesbian. And you're like, Who oh cares? fucking yeah. Cool. You know, that is something I've always brought up with uh, all my girlfriends. Like, if you had a chick on the side, I don't think I can necessarily be upset with that. Yeah. Like, at all. I, I, I think I give you permission and my blessing. Especially if I get to join in. Well, fair. Then that is the absolute best. I can't think of a better scenario. And then I think, well, well maybe I don't want to. I could barely please one woman at a time. What makes me think I could please two? So that kind of ruins my fantasy a little bit, you know? Yeah, sure. And I will say this. uh, Research shows, which is weird, research shows that women that uh, are in a same-sex relationship have orgasms at a super high rate comparatively to to women in, in in heterosexual relationships. So, I mean, in general, women that choose to be with other women are having orgasms way more. That's Which awesome. is something, which is something to at least think, you know, like, hey, what the, what the fuck are they doing that we're not in general as men? You know, like, what are, what are these women doing that we can't do, first off? Because I feel like, I feel like there's an untapped resource there. We got to figure out what they're doing. But also, it's not really all that surprising because women are women in general. Women are women. You right? don't say. <laughs> if they are going to be, if they're going to be treating women sexually, they're going to know what the fuck women want sexually. That's kind of how it goes. Yeah, I. You know, I would like to think that. Whatever your sexual preference was, was a choice. I'm a straight male. Yeah. I, I think that the dudes are gross. Peepees are gross. I hate looking at my own. You know, but if it was a choice, I would be gay. Oh, if I found other dudes attractive, I'd, I'd be floating gay. I'd be so happy about it, I'd be floating. I wouldn't have to deal with chicks anymore. You know how fucking awesome that would be? And I you, can find a guy that had the same interests as me. It's like, all right, we're going to eat chicken wings, drink this beer, eat all this gravy, and fuck each other like hardcore while we watch the Packers game. I'd that's like, something you'd be into? I'd be like, this is the, this is the best ever. Then we're going to go camping and probably fuck like wild rabbits in that tent. This is awesome. 
But no, I'm a straight male. I have to deal with women. And that part frustrates the hell out of me. Because the thing, like, women don't understand that. They think uh, somehow a lot of men have power. It's like, no. No, that vagina has power. Yeah, that's very true. Pussy power is a real thing. Yeah. That controls men. Yes. Like hardcore. And the shit we'll go through and deal with just to get some of that is unheard of. It is pretty insane. So, yeah, I most admirable respect for gay men. They don't have to deal with that shit. That is true. And then on the other side of that, like women that choose to be with women, they, they're kind of like... You're just you're just outside of the game now. Like that's that's the whole thing is like women that choose to be with women now, like especially in the Me Too movement, right? Right? So so there's uh women that are choosing to be with women and that's that's fucking amazing. That is amazing. There's this whole thing like you don't have to deal with men anymore. You don't have to deal with the the crazy fucked up shit that men can bring to the the table. Which we're finding out nowadays is kind of a lot of shit. When we <laughs> it's didn't too think, much shit. yeah, we didn't think it was that kind of shit ahead of time. Like, like men, oh, they just want to fuck. Like, great, that's fine, that's fine. I guess I, I, I will say this as a man. You know, like, yeah, I, I would say that at one point in time, I was like, oh yeah, I just kind of want to fuck something. But I mean, now, now specifically. It's like, did did I just want to fuck something or was I trying to be a piece of shit, I guess? I don't know. But I never forced myself on a woman in general. No, you know? God, who would? And so all these women are like, oh, I don't want to deal with this all this this man shit. This man shit. So maybe these women are the way to go. And some of them are actually really, uh, really, the lesbians are really just going, hey, I just like being with women, and I'm going to be with women, and that's going to be the way I go. And it's like, fucking A, great. Yeah, good. Great. That's great. You do you. Yes. That's fine. So, yes. yeah, if you want to hold hands with a chick at an all-school, all-girls school, you do that. But unfortunately, when it's uh, usually a, a single gender, a... Uh, establishment like that for education it does have a uh, religious backing true uh so i could get when she's like i just want to hold hands it's like well, a super catholic or mormon thing to do yeah i just, just want to hold hands then just hold hands mm-hmm. and if you get a chance to fuck her under the bleachers at a basketball game you just do it. I want you to write the show and tell us all about it. Yeah. Well, in general, just here's the thing about uh, about the whole thing in general is that everyone, everyone is going to feel sexual attraction to something. That's the way it goes. If it's going to be a woman and you're a woman, by all means, you go for that. If it's going to be a man and you're a man, go for it. Yeah, it's you, man. If it's going to be a man and, and uh, if it's going to be a woman and you're a man, just fucking don't be a dick. Yeah, don't be a dick either way around. Yeah. Don't try to sexually assault someone, but in general, otherwise, if you're attracted to someone, 
and you tell that person and you're gonna go that route, fucking just go for it. You know, that's the whole thing. Yeah. It's just go for that whole thing. Just go for it. I mean, what do you, what's gonna happen? What's the worst thing that's gonna happen? Is that you go for it and they say, Hey, I'm attracted to you, I wanna sexually get with you and they're gonna go, No. And then you go, All right, fair enough. I'm gonna go to the next the next route. I'm gonna go to the next person. You, that's just it. When people are attracted to me that I'm not attracted to, like the male species. Yeah. I hate looking at myself in the mirror. That's how much I despise men and their physiques. Sure. I, I just I think when a gay dude hits on me, it inflates my ego even more to think that maybe I am the most attractive man on earth. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, uh, chicks want me. Some chicks want me. I mean, just some. But this dude also wants some of this? Oh, my God. I'm Fabio. That's what I think. I'm Fabio. I have long, wavy hair and chest muscles. I could fuck anything I want. That's the high I get when a gay dude hits on me. Oh, see, I never am that way. I'm never in that way. I'm usually like, uh, I'm usually like, uh, oh, hey, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gay. Um, that guy might be though. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm like I'm super Canadian with it. Like I'm I'm sorry. Sorry, uh sorry I'm not gonna chug your cock, mister. Sorry, yeah, buddy. Uh, I'm sorry. Um But anyway, have a good time. Yeah. Sorry it's not me. Here's a donut. <laughs> yep, sorry. Not me. I'm just I high five the guy, say I am straight. But thank you for giving me the confidence. High five him though. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I appreciate you want some of the sweet ass. <laughs> Unfortunately, none of my ex-girlfriends did. And that's like why that, I'm hanging out at a gay bar. I like <laughs> that you high-five them, though. Like, you're just high-fiving dudes. Just like, hey, high-five. Sorry. High-five. Yeah. Sorry. High-five. <laughs> sorry. It's the only thing this hand is going to touch is your other hand, mister. <laughs> <laughs> Unless so, you buy me a drink, I'll give you an old fashioned at least that I could do. Well, I mean that that'll <laughs> that'll be true. Yeah. So anyway, either way, just find something that you like. Find something that that makes you actually attracted to the person. I don't give a shit. Holding hands or whatever else. Just find what you like and just go for it. I think you should try both genitals in your mouth and whatever you like best. If you like them both equally. Great. Yeah. If you prefer one or the other, whatever. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, you'll figure it out. Just 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 kind of feel it out. See what you like yeah. and then just stay with what you like. That's kind of the whole thing. Yeah, you gotta rock out with your genitals out. Hey everybody, you have a question for us? Please follow and reach us on our Twitter at Dear Ill Advised and at Gmail at Dear Advised at gmail.com. Also reach us on Facebook at Dear Ill Advised. And if you want to reach us on our website, please feel free to do so. We are at illadvised.podby.com. So question from this listener. I always get a kick out of it. I'm farting more than usual. Should I be worried? 
It depends on the context of why you're farting more than that, usual. That was the entirety of the that question. That is the entirety of the question. I'm farting more than usual. Should I be worried? Oh, geez. It depends on who you're around. If it's your first date, probably <laughs> fucking sucks for you, pal. I like that this guy goes, this guy goes, I'm farting a lot. <laughs> Maybe more than I should. Um, Probably more than I should. Well, it's so subjective. Yeah, he goes. Like, what's like, a lot? Yeah, he goes, this is, I'm not eating Indian food for fuck's sakes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm eating regular food for fuck's sakes. Yeah, my diet is broccoli and rice. Why am I farting so fucking much? (laughs) I'm farting all this much. And it's way more than usual. And I don't know what the hell to do with it. What should I do with it? You know, in general, I guess I would say, like, what what are you trying to get around? You know, like, he just goes, I'm farting more than usual. (laughs) Way more than usual. Yeah. As a bad thing, as a bad thing, right? As a bad thing. So it's like he's not just sitting around farting a bunch. Because, I mean, that'd be his own thing, right? Because if he's just sitting there, just like, oh, hey, I'm just sitting, farting, boop, boop, boop. Seems more than normal, boop, just farting, just boop, 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 just farting. He's he's more worried about it now because he's like, I'm trying to date. <laughs> I'm trying to date. And now I'm farting like no one's business. Like I don't wanna I don't wanna actually take a girl out and be like, hey, broccoli farts. <laughs> I've been eating hard boiled eggs for a month straight. Bloop bloop yeah. fart. Yeah, if he was just by himself, if he was just like playing a video game by himself, just farting, bit, bit, he'd be fine with it. Well, here's the thing. Admittedly, my whole family and I, sometimes, mostly them, ferocious farters. <laughs> just if I'm around them, I'm just dropping ass like the next hot record. That's how much I'm fucking farting. We're all fucking farting. Just like mixtapes. Just, just fucking mixtapes everywhere. It. Yeah. You know, and when I'm hanging out with the guys and we're just doing some shit, like my brother JT just farts. It's like he ate nothing but broccoli and hard-boiled eggs yeah. for the last week before we hang out. Yeah. And he's just shitting his pants every chance he gets and he's waving it in everyone's face like it's hilarious but the whole thing is like what's the what's then the context of said fart issue yeah it's all subjective really what's too much because like because he goes i'm farting too much what do you what's the what's the situal what's the the situational context for you what's the what's the the social situation that you're trying to get into or out of in general, with which you're farting so much. He's like dating, where he goes, "Hey, it's it's really nice to meet." Oh, geez, I'm sorry. <laughs> Nervous fart. Yeah, don't worry about yeah. that. Yeah, it's all context. Like if I'm hanging out with the guys or my family or friends, you know, I'm lighting farts on fire. It's sure. fucking hilarious. Yeah. If I'm presenting something to the board, I don't want to fart once. Yeah. Not once. 
Well, that's your problem right there. You should fart at least once. Just fart once in front of our CEO and board, yep. huh? Just keep doing Just it. shit my pants good and hard once. Just once. It established dominance. Well, at least it <laughs> establishes that, hey, there's a fart that's here. Yeah. Everyone's Eat it. Up. Eat it. Yeah. Just wait in front of everyone's face. Yep. I deserve a raise. Just everyone just smells it and just goes, what the hell is this? And you're like, that's dominance is what it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> that's a degree in business. Smell it, motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, and that's the kind of the thing with this guy. I'm farting too much. Or more than usual, right? Yeah, more, more than, than usual. usual. Should he be worried? Well, it just depends. Again, it depends on this guy. More than usual. More than usual. What is this guy doing that is more than usual? And I will posit this. I'll posit this. Is this guy going on a slew of dates? Because I think that the farting more than usual may be a problematic issue with the more than usual on the dates. Like, he's just farting because he's nervous, and he's just farting, just, burp, just farting. Burp, burp, burp. And these dates are just kind of like, what the fuck is that? Is that something in the environment? And he's just trying to have to play out. Like, oh, yeah, they do uh, some sort of weird uh, environmental thing on today. Like, today is the is the the poop. The poop day. It's my poop day. You know? Like, it's, it's the general poop day. Everyone uh, everyone has their poops turned on this day. Don't worry about this. It's a natural holiday. Yeah, with these uh, these farts. Don't worry about that. Uh, they, they, they turn poops over on this day. At this whole thing. Or is it just like, in general, this guy just goes, from a health perspective, I'm farting so much. This seems like too much. This is way too much farting. Well, here's the thing. Like, I have a specialized diet and that I have to follow. And to be honest, when I'm following it to a T, nary a toot. Like, I surprise myself when I, when I let some a gas slip. I'm like, holy crap, I actually farted. Wow, that's cool. Whenever I'm off it, though, holy shit. I could heat my whole neighborhood <laughs> with the gas I lit off. It's that bad. So it's really context. Like, are you farting more than usual? I don't know. What'd you do? Let one or two slip a day? Well, and that's the whole that's really kind of the whole thing. Like, is this guy just mad that he is at dates and is just letting him rip? <laughs> or is he just like a random dude, just like, oh, I'm farting a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> My oldest brother once was farting so much it pissed him off. He actually went to bed early because he was mad. He was just shitting his pants all fucking day. Well, and that's the thing. There, there, there's my exact point. Like, he just goes, you know what? This is me. I'm farting. I don't give a shit. I'm done. I'm done. Nope, just done. I'm done with these farts. I'm done with this whole thing. I'm done. But if you're on a date... If you're on a date, yeah, and you're shitting your pants, this person doesn't know you. Yeah, you don't want to fart once 
and you're trying not to fart or at least fart uh, mm. in a sort of covert manner. Where you're That's like, the uh, worst. You're like, oh, hey, I'm going to push out a toot. And then uh, she's like, hey, what's that smell? And you're like, I don't even know. They must have a problem here. Can we go over there to that 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 yeah. side of the bar? Let's go over there. Obviously, they put our table near the dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and if that's the whole thing, and he's just like farting because he's farting, you know, he's got a lot of gas build up, then, man, you probably have a problem, I guess, <laughs> at that Maybe. point in time. Well, also, if you're on a, a first date, it could be a nervous fart. Yeah, it could One be One or two things farts. will happen. You're going to get nervous, can't pop a bone, or you're going to shit your pants. Yeah. Just you got to roll with the best you can. Yeah, and it could be a little bit of both. It's weird. Yeah, it's just weird. If, if you have to fart, you go, I got to go to the bathroom. You fart, you slap it out of your pants, you go back to your table like nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you really just can't slap it out of your pants, you know? Like, you go out there, and then you're like, oh, God, I just smell it. And you're like, uh, I guess I'm going to have to deal with this, and I'm going to have to sell it in a different way. And you sell it in a different way. That's how it goes. Like, wow, this this bar smells terrible for some reason. <laughs> this bar sucks. It's a dive bar, obviously. Yeah, it smells. Uh, their, their sewage thing is terrible. <laughs> smells like I just trampled through sewage yeah. for the last half hour. Smells like my farts normally, but uh, in <laughs> this context, in it's the worst. You. Yes, mm. in this context, it's the worst. Have you ever farted so bad you embarrassed yourself? Like you were by yourself and you thought that that toot crossed a line? Oh, yeah. No, I farted and been like this. Like, this is going to make me throw up. <laughs> you know. Just in general, where I fart and I just go, Jesus, fuck, what the fuck am I doing yeah. with my life? That is making <laughs> farts of this magnitude. <laughs> That's what did it. Yeah. All poor choices doesn't hold a candle to what choices led to you ripping a, just these obnoxious gases that yeah. where you question your being. Yeah, and I'll be doing it now. I mean, I'm married, right? So I'm married. And so it's not like I have to. I'm not. It's not like I have to impress someone. But still, I'll be, I'll be sitting there with my kids and my wife and whatever, and I'll fart and go, "Good Lord, what the fuck is awful with that? What the hell is that?" And they're like, "What is that smell?" And I have to go, "Oh, there's a thing with the with the the gas, <laughs> the gas." Extruding your father's colon. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a gas problem. We have to get out of here. And they yeah. go, oh, it's following us. I'm like, weird. It followed us to the hotel room. Yeah, what's going on? And then sometimes there's just those ones where you just like you fart and you just kind of go, this is the worst thing I'm gonna smell. This is literally the worst thing I'm gonna ever smell. I had no idea that the the health choices I was making up to this point were going to lead to this smell coming out of me specifically, and now they're coming out of me specifically. And it could really be at any point in time. It could really be to, uh, uh, you know, you're like at at your kid's birthday party. It could be when you're trying to make some sort of weird purchase at Bed Bath & Beyond. That's just how it goes. No, it happened to me once. True story. 
I, I just got done doing some laundry. I was putting away, and I ripped a big one, right? As soon as I was done, I had the laundry basket on my bed, and I tooted. And I turned around to do something. I walked right into my waff, and I actually said aloud to myself and no one else, well, that's uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> I berated myself. It was so bad. I berated myself over how awful that too. Yeah, was. you kind of have to at that point. <laughs> well, and that's awful. All, that's the whole thing. So, like one, so one time, this is a little different part of the story. One time, uh, we were in uh, we were in uh, Fort Collins, Colorado, my wife and I, and we were about to get married. Uh, not not maybe a month later, and we were registering for all the shit at Bed Bath and Beyond that we wanted to to purchase. And my wife just decides to drop just the worst fucking fart of all time. I mean, still to this day, I think it might be unrivaled as the worst fart of all time. That Inside bad? Inside of Bed Bath & Beyond, as <laughs> we're dealing... That's the perfect place to do it. As we're dealing with people from Bed Bath & Beyond to, to register for all of our shit, and she does it right next to me, and it is terrible. I mean, it is fucking terrible. I smell it and go, I'm questioning this whole union, really, in general, you know? But the whole thing, what she did was she fucking let loose on this fart right next to me and then just kind of let it linger so that the person comes over and goes, oh, my God. And looks at my wife and goes, I'm sorry for what you have to deal with. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, fucking lady. But she didn't believe me because my wife was like, oh, I want to look at these other plates and shit like that because she's the one that fucking farted. I'm the one that just had to deal with all that shit. And now I'm the one that fucking shit all over the bed. You know, like that that's the whole thing to them. Oh. Just, I still am. Best. I'm a little sore about that. I'm a little sore about that still. And it's been like eight years. <laughs> it's been eight years now. Nine years almost. Uh, almost wrote up the papers yeah. then and there, huh? Yeah, I mean, she was just kind of like, oh, well, what's over here? And she, I was like, you fucking, you just tried to, you just tried to shit bomb everyone in here. That's awesome. And then, and then just bail and blame it on me. That's how it goes. And it worked that way. It worked that way. She was able to walk away, and everyone was like, oh, this lady knows what the hell she's talking about, and her husband just stinks like shit. That's how it goes. It's <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> know what's the worst? And I get it more than you, obviously, because you're married. I'm definitely not. Is when I have a girl over, like someone new in my life, and they stay the night, and I have to fart so bad. Yeah. And I just... Just don't, and my stomach's in agony. It's protruding because it's full of gas. I'm like, God, I just want them to go home right now. Please just leave. And so finally, we're like, well, I got to take off. I'm like, all right, well, see you later. Can't wait to do this again. I'll see you later, babe, whatever the fuck you say. And as soon as that door closes, I practically make the blankets levitate off my bed. I am farting so much. Dude, I will tell you, I hated that so much when I was when I was single. And I will tell you that I I spent time in the bathroom. That was it. 
That's what I did. That's your saving grace. Is I went in the bathroom and was like, I have, I have a condition where I have to go in the bathroom and whatever else. Like I claimed IBS because I was like, either way, I'm gonna shit in this bathroom and you're gonna enjoy it or whatever the hell. Else. <laughs> you're not gonna enjoy it. Yeah, but the whole thing is though, is I'm not gonna lie to you. And IBS is easier to say then I'm just going to stink up this bathroom on occasion. You know, so if I said IBS, whatever, I guess they're going to go like, oh, he's got a medical condition, but that makes him shit a a bunch in the bathroom. I can't hold this against him. Yeah. I'm going to dump him anyways. Yeah. This is the least of the reasons why. Yeah, whether or not I really did, I just, I I don't have IBS, but I mean, in general... You know, I shit in a lot of bathrooms. Yeah. <laughs> I would come up with a dumbass excuse. It's like, well, I'm going to get up and check on the neighbor's garden. Like, he doesn't even have a garden. Well, I'm going to find out for myself, Susan. <laughs> yeah. Just go and shit my pants outside. You know what? Come I just in thought... and say, God, you're right. He didn't so, have a garden at all. So I just thought this whole thing that I used to do. And it was funny to me at the time. Uh it was like tragic to me at the time, but it's funny now, really in general. So we'd go, uh, I was younger, I was younger, and we'd go out to a bar in town here, and it was called Johnny Max, and uh, you'd go to the bar, it doesn't really matter which bar, really, but you go to the bar, and uh, you're there with a bunch of girls, and you're young, and you're trying to make an impression of some type. And then you get this twinge. You know, everyone knows the twinge, the stomach twinge. Everyone's like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm going to have to have diarrhea. That's, that's just, everyone knows that twinge where you're like, I have bubble gut. Uh-oh, I'm going to have to have diarrhea here. It doesn't really matter who you are. You've had that twinge. And so we're at this bar, and... I couldn't, for the life of me, make it to that bar bathroom and and do it with the fervor that I would need to, right? Like, I would go, well, people are going to know about it if I go in that bar bathroom. People are going to know. Like, I'm going to go in there and destroy that bathroom, and then everyone's going to come out and like, oh, I'm not going to be able to try and sexually pick up on literally anyone because they're going to know that I destroyed that bathroom in there. Also, there was going to be like three guys that are going to be like, oh, my God, what the hell are you doing in there? And then come out and then go, some guys in there really destroying that bathroom. What a dick. Right? So then I would actually go next door to a gas station. <laughs> what? <laughs> and buy a piece of jerky or something. Just just, just random things. And then go in their bathroom and destroy it. Literally destroy that fucking bathroom. Walk out with a piece of jerky and then go back to the party and go, hey, I got this piece of jerky. And they're like, you were out there for a long time. I'm like, never mind that. I've got this piece of jerky. Leave me alone. Just so I didn't have to destroy that bathroom in front of everyone, you know, like... There's there's always like a a weird thing about about 
what you're going to do and what everyone's going to do. Like everyone is going to have a bathroom destructing time. Male or female, you're going to have to destroy a bathroom. Doesn't really matter. That's true. This is just for the males. Women go through this shit too. Yeah. Yeah. And so at this bar specifically, it was funny because, um, because it was like, uh, no one wanted to have a bad view of things in town. And so women would go across the way and do the same damn thing and destroy the bathroom in the gas station next door just so they can come back and act like nothing ever happened. And guys would do the same damn thing. They just ask if they could take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> and so the whole thing was, it was Weird. funny because it was like, Oh, yeah, never, never again would you destroy a bathroom, blah, 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 blah. Oh, it was just bad. It was just bad. So, so Mr. or Lady, no, you're not farting more than usual. Farting's just a part of life. Yep, that's how it goes. It's like bunny rabbits and rainbows. Just fart. Hey, everyone, you want a question answered? You want to just send us some hate mail? You definitely can at our website at illadvised.podbean.com, our Twitter at Dear Illadvised, our Gmail, DearIllAdvised at gmail.com, and our Facebook page, newly minted Facebook page, at Dear Illadvised. All right, so the question is, I walked in on my employees having sex, and I think there's a sex club in my office. I'm the manager of a customer service team of about 10 to 12 members. Most of the 10, most of the team members are right out of school. And this is the per- first professional job they are uh, receiving. I'm paraphrasing this. I'm about 10 years older than all of my employees. We are a great team. Well, a couple of months ago, I had noticed something odd that my team and other members of the of the building started doing, they would see each other in the hallways and, and or break room and say quack, quack, like a duck. I assume this was an inside joke and, and thought nothing of it and wrote it off as a playful silliness or something that perhaps I miss in a moment of recent TV show or movies. Fast forward a few months, I needed to do some printing, and our printer was in a room that can be locked by anyone when in use. The door had been locked the entire day, and this was around noon, and the manager with the and being the manager, I had the key in case someone forgot to unlock the door. When they left, I walked in and there were two of my employees on the couch in the copier room having sex. I immediately closed the door and left. But that's not the whole, the end of the story. The same day after that, my team had left. I was wrapping up and putting a meeting agenda on each of their desks for their meeting in the, the next day. Out in the broad daylight on the guy's desk... One of the employees I had caught in the printing room was a piece of paper on top of the that said Duck Club. Underneath it had a list of 
locations and of places in and around the office. Followed by points, 25 points, president's desk, 10 points, car in the parking lot, 20 points, copy room, etc. So here is my theory about what is going on, and I think I am right. This duck club is a club people at work where people get points, in quotes, for having sex in those locations around the office. I think that is also where the quacking came into play. Perhaps this is some weird mating call between members. Let them know that they want to get some points with some other person. And if they quack back, they meet up somewhere to score, in quotes. The two I caught in the copy room, I have heard quacking before. I would love to hear your opinion on this. I tend to want to sweep it under the rug. I am kind of a shy person and would be extremely embarrassed to bring it up. Good job, Sherlock. You cracked the code. Yeah, I do think that it's funny that this person was like, this person uh, really went to town trying to figure this whole thing out. It's like, this quack thing has got to be a member of the whole thing. If you go to their apartment, they have a billboard in the back of their living room and it has like newspaper prints and yarn stretched out. He just looks like John Nash's yeah, John shed. Nash's shed. Like, what is this quacking? Yeah, these persons were quacking. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of the thing with me. It's like this person goes, this quacking business... Uh, they they definitely quacked once, and now they're fucking on the couch. Yeah, you could have saved yourself a bunch of time. You should have just asked the guy with the erection, "What yeah, the right. hell's going on?" <laughs> God, like they were they were fucking in the copier room, right? And and he goes into the this whole thing about saying that they aren't really breaking any rules because they're fucking in the copier room on their lunch. Which is interesting because it's like, oh, it looks like they've eaten. But also, are they are they f- like? Do your rules allow them fucking on company property? I think there's rules anywhere you yeah, go. They probably don't it, fuck on com- uh, company time. Well, they're not on company time, but on company property, maybe I don't know. Well, where we work, if we got caught fucking. Think they'd uh, turn an eye to that? I don't know. Probably. Well, it depends on who was fucking. It just is kind of funny to me because the whole point is that is that there's a game. It wasn't that there were they were fucking. It was that they were fucking, and there was a game going on. You know that was the whole thing. It's like these two people fucking in the copy room on the lunch. Fine. That was it. They could fuck all they want on their lunch in the copy room. That was kind of what he was getting after here in this whole thing. Fine. But if there's a game to it, and if somebody goes around and goes like, hey, quack, and they're like, quack, oh, hey, we're fucking... And the, and this guy seems like he goes, President's Desk 10, 
Which I think that he's not really understanding that people are like, did people fuck on my desk? Yeah. <laughs> that should have been your first clue. Yeah. Like your first thought. Did they actually fuck on my desk? Did someone fuck on my desk? This is weird. My stapler's usually not placed right there. Yeah. And it stinks to high hell. Yeah, that'd be yeah. kind of my whole thing. Like, hey, hey, fuck faces. Did someone fuck on my desk? No, no, okay. No one's getting these kind of points over here on my desk. All right, fair enough. Uh, but I, I mean, this guy works in apparently the best fucking office of all time. Like, who's just? Or does he work in the best office of all time? That's what I mean. Like, who's who's wandering around in their office and somebody's like quack, and then somebody goes quack, and they're like, oh, we're fucking, you know, like. Two people just the greatest place on earth. Flat That's out, where just they're go, working. just flat out say some quacks, and then they're just fucking, you know. And that's the thing he he says that oh maybe it's the that uh, two people quack, and then they're into it. They're into it regardless of whatever the location is, you know. And that's and that's weird to me because it's like no one no one. In the history of things, in the history of offices, has had that kind of freedom where somebody just walks around going, like, quack? Somebody's like, quack. And then everyone's like, oh, they're fucking. Oh, they're fucking. I'd like to think, well, I I know that this club is very exclusive. Because there's probably been times someone stood up and goes, quack. And then someone goes, yeah, quack. They're like, God damn it. <laughs> Never mind. Shut up, Gene. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's got to be an exclusivity yeah. thing in this whole thing. I think it's probably just a handful of employees. The best-looking employees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because there's a reason why you had to find this list with the points, and you were not told what the quacking was, Gene. Yeah, on top of this guy's desk... In general, like they, like, what's your benefit structure, friend? Like, I think are they that's trying one to, hell of a benefit. Well, no, I mean, I, I think they're trying to figure out a way to make to make life less shitty at their office. They're like, hey, let's uh, let's do some shit at their office. Let's uh, let's let's come up with some games. And this game, they're like, hey, let's let's just fuck. Let's just fuck. I guess. <laughs> quack, quack. And then quack, quack. Quack, quack. Let me get in that crack. Yeah. Fucking A. And so, and so, so he's soulful. like, he's like, why is no one quacking for me? Yeah, quack. I'm the loneliest duck in the world. Yeah, no one's quacking for me. Do ducks cry when they masturbate? He, they I'm going to answer that. Yeah, they might. <laughs> they do now. And that's the thing he goes, you want to ruin a game, he just wanders around going quack, quack, quack. And everyone's like, oh, fuck, he knows. Fuck. Now we're the L Club, and they just bugle in the hallways. Yeah, and, <laughs> and everyone's like, they just go, we're not going to answer. We're not going to answer him now. And he goes, quack. Quack, and it's like, who's gonna take it? 
<laughs> he was going to do it. He was going to do it. And then, like, quack. And then, like, no one's going to do it. No one's going to do it. Nope. Nope. No one's going to answer. I would love if Margaret from HR, the middle-aged, uh, overweight woman, just goes through the hall doing well sounds. Yeah. <laughs> quack. 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 She just sounds like <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage going quack, just like quack. <laughs> quack. Quack. <laughs> Let me tell you, yeah, quack, yeah. Let's yeah, get some quack. Just quacking, yeah. <laughs> and then everyone's like, "Uh-oh, people are in the know now. We need to stop." I, I and just then, so wanna... everyone's like, everyone's kind of like, it was fun for a minute. Well, if any time Macho Man is part of any sexual club you belong to, you've hit the pinnacle of your life. No, I don't think that's the case <laughs> for them. Really, no. it's probably like Margaret and this guy, and so. And so everyone else is kind of like, oh, we got to be really quiet. And so the office leader who's, who's picked up on this whole thing, he's going around like, who's going to be the next one to quack? And then, and then there's this really masculine fucking HR lady that's like, I finally picked it out. And she goes, oh, quack, quack, quack. And he goes, quack. And then she goes, yeah. I'm going to quack you. I'm going to quack you up and down. Yeah, game over. Everyone's fired. Yeah, and then he's like, I don't know if I want to, but he's like, she's like, you quacked on my quack. You got to be on it. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So for legality reasons, shut this club down. Yeah. Just shut it down. He just goes, I don't want to do this at all. I don't want to do this yeah. at all. And he's like, and she's like, you got it now. You quacked it. <laughs> You quacked it. You got to do it. Verbal contract. It's like crack. Yeah. Quack is crack. You just can't stop after you've done it once. Everyone else is just being really quiet. Like, I don't want to. Mm, I don't want to do this at all. Mm, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Yeah. From legality standpoint, like where we work in our day jobs. Oh, yeah. Like if we had a quack club, holy shit, that'd be amazing. Amazing. Sure. Sure. You know, we work in a female predominantly uh, establishment. Yeah. So that would be awesome if there was a quack club. Sure. There's not. There's no. definitely not. No. Trust me, I would know. Yeah. But for legality reasons, you can't. Shut it down. Yeah. Unless you're good looking. Well. And just write it out. Write it out. I suppose that's the way to go, yeah. Yeah, you could. <laughs> like, I, I mean, supposedly, supposedly you could. Yeah. And everyone may be fine. Yeah. Yeah. No one knows. No harm, no foul. Whatever. No, that's... Everyone would know. Everyone would know. Oh, would they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they would, actually. At our Sucky. place, like just it just seems like there's no workplace that doesn't have, that does not have, uh, a rumor mill. Oh God, our our place employs so many people, like a small town. Yeah. That shit would get around. Shit would definitely get around. What you've done with who? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you had a quack club. Oh, it would. Oh, we would fucking yeah. destroy it. Yeah, we'd lose our license. That's how bad it is. Well, I mean, that's my job to make sure that doesn't happen. But, yes. Well, it's my job to find out and make sure you never find out about the quack club. <laughs> that's my job. Well, in general, though, I mean, you've had concerns in the past that people were, were fucking other people and it didn't actually pan out. Well, here's the thing. I hooked up with a chick from our establishment. You know, it was a one-time thing. No regrets. Uh, but everyone in her department told me about it not too long ago. It's like, oh, we know what you did. It's like, well, who the fuck's talking? They're like, everyone. It's like, you fucking serious? Why is this uh, a topic in your daily conversations? You know, it obviously did not happen to some quack club at work. You know, it was the privacy of my own home. Yeah, but that's the whole thing is it was in the privacy of your own home. <laughs> it's just horse shit. So, yeah, you should probably just close down the quack club before everyone gets fired. Yeah. Do your job, pussy. Yeah, really. You have to be, like, just step in and be like, hey, this quack club thing. Yeah. Quit do it, it. Do it outside of work. Yeah. That's that's just it. You could have your own quack club outside of work. Yes. Well, and unless you make minimum wage, then fuck away. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> as that's that guy, a bonus to your job. Yeah, as the guy, just like, hey, you're making pittance. Just fucking fuck all you want. Just <laughs> just leave me out of it. Just Just go and do your thing. Quack um, all you want for fuck's sake. <laughs> just, just leave me alone unless something's burning down. <laughs> hey guys, how are you guys enjoying the show? If you want to reach us, please do so at Twitter at Dear Ill Advised, on Facebook at Dear Ill Advised, and at Gmail at Dear Ill Advised at gmail.com. Also, you can reach us at our website, illadvised.podbead.com. All right, everyone. This has been episode 41. Wow. It's, we're up there. We are up there. We shouldn't be where we should be, but we're still up there. It's hard to it's say. It's not bad. It's hard to say whether or not we deserve to be here. Yeah, uh, We probably don't, but we're here anyway. Yeah. So I, I would argue we do. I think we've paid our dues. Well, I've killed a lot of men to be here. Well, you know. Most of them homeless. No one's going to miss them. Yeah, sure. there you go. I've there you go. it out. There you go. But I certainly appreciate you guys hanging out with us this episode where you talk about farting and sex clubs. Yep, all the crazy shit you that pro- you would do. Yeah, you probably shouldn't fart in a sex club, though. That shuts it down. It does seem to shut it down. I've not been to a sex club where you fart it. But, uh, well, have you been though, to a sex club where you didn't fart? No. No? Yeah, me no. either. I'm, rather I'm doing one or the other. Yeah. I never bring both of them together, you know? It does seem it's like, tacky. though, if you were at a sex club, you wouldn't want to fart. Just saying. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think that ruins the ambience. It does. A yeah, little. probably, yeah. So, uh, either way, either way, um, please... 
everyone, get involved in this show the same way that we're getting involved in the show. Uh, we want you to uh, send us your questions at uh, our Gmail at dearilladvise at gmail.com. You can send us our questions on Twitter at dearilladvise. You can send us our questions on Facebook at dearilladvise. You can send. You can uh, find us on uh, Instagram at you will advise or no, nothing means nothing. I don't know anymore. Yeah, and then uh, you can get us on on Snapchat at you will advise twelve. We're hopefully going to be doing some more of the crazy things with the other, the other websites. There we usually only do we Facebook, Twitter, so. and. Uh, Podbean, which is our Podbean site, is illadvised.podbean.com. You can always find us there. Look for us specifically uh, in the next couple months. We're going to be doing some uh, stand-up sets again. Yeah, very shortly. We've uh, had some really good ones in the past. So uh, look for us for some stand-up sets going forward. You know what? For all you comedians out there or performers, think about Fort Smith, Wyoming. Or Fort, Fort, Bridger. Fort Bridger, Wyoming. I always get those confused. Yeah. Fort Smith is in Arkansas, which no one wants to go to. Sure. But Fort Bridger, Wyoming, one of the best clubs you'll ever perform at. Yeah, we went. We we uh, recently did a stand-up set at Fort Bridger at the American Legion there in Fort Bridger, and they were amazing. The crowd was amazing. If anyone from Fort Bridger is listening, you guys were fucking awesome. We love you so much. Yeah, we will come back anytime. That was an amazing show. So, uh, we love you all. We hope to uh, we hope to grace you with our stand-up here in a little bit. And keep listening. Keep listening, and we will see you in two weeks. Have a good night. You at all, yes. Yes.